Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is August the 4th, 2021. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One day closer to returning to that trillion-dollar market cap. (laughs) Oh, God. In motion, conviction, compete, don't complain, defiance over compliance, be Bitcoin bold. We're going to talk about it all today. I'm not a prophet, but I know how to profit, and I'm offended by selling. Okay. Fight for something, not against something. Think about that one for a while. All right. Hello, my elite friends. How are you doing? 26 Bitcoin make you a millionaire today, apparently. If you have questions, I have answers. Ask those questions with the super chat or type in Bitcoin Meister as we get warmed up here. Yes, I want to thank the people. We raised enough money to do this show. Uh, I want to thank uh, the, the great... Who, who do we have here to thank? Johnny NY, Sightseeing TV, CS2, Towers Comics, Jason Cola for the last two shows of support and an anonymous person who, who sent a lot. So, and he sent so much that we only need to, to raise $46 to do another show. So let's raise $46 during this show with the Super Chat or any other way you want to. PayPal, I made it real easy for you guys now. Just send it to adam at trezorhelp.com. That is an email address of mine that's listed below, adam at trezorhelp.com. You send it there with PayPal. It counts that way too. So let's get on the hunt for Bitcoin October. What is Adam talking about? I heard of some movie called The Hunt for Red October before. Uh, We'll get to that in a second. I I, want to remind everyone of the 210,000 block theory though. And then you could take any moment in time and uh, subtract 210,000 blocks and Bitcoin is worth more. So subtract four years, 46 months is a little bit more exact and uh, Bitcoin is worth more. So we're going to get to in this, this October, you subtract 46 months from this October. That's December of 2017. When Bitcoin reached its legendary all-time high of close to $20,000. Now, this cycle resembles the 2013 a little bit more than 2017. But we haven't reached the double peak from from 2013 yet. That should happen in October. Yes. So that is why it's the hunt for Bitcoin October. 210 that we reached the peak of the last cycle in December of 2017. 210,000 blocks from that date is, of course, October of 2021, which I've been talking about for some time. So I'm confident about, well, I'm very confident in October 2021 um, that uh, Bitcoin will be over $20,000. There's no doubt about that. But, um, well, there's, you can never say never, but uh, I'm very confident in that. But in terms of reaching its, well, I want to I want to put a little bit of a damper on this 
Because after October 2021, and if you want to be generous, let's just say November of 2021, we could be in that uh, in a real bear market again, starting then, if the pattern uh, holds true of the last two cycles. So just want to get you prepared for that. But right now, no, 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 no. We're just in the middle of a bull market, in the middle of two humps here. So we got some time. But October's coming fast, man. It's that, that the reason I'm bringing up this subject matter, the hunt for Bitcoin October now is it's only two months away. <laughs> Time really flies, but this could be a freaking wild two months. It could be just a wild one month starting in September or one and a half months, whatever. Get prepared. The fun has just begun. Alistair Milne reminds us it has been 108 days. And it's been a little bit longer now. It's been 108 days since a new Bitcoin all-time high. That's not that long. That's not that long. And uh, we're one day closer to an all-time high, of course. So pound that like button here on Ethereum Pump Day. Yeah, it's Ethereum Pump Day. They're doing the upgrade. The upgrade will introduce a burn mechanism. That amount, the amount of Ether destroyed will depend on the actual network usage. Very good reminder there. So the new rule gets implemented today. But in order for a lot of Bitcoin to get burned, a lot of people got to use uh, Ethereum. A lot of Ethereum to be burned. A lot of people have to use Ethereum. I want to say Bitcoin there. I believe a lot of people will continue to use Ethereum. They love this DeFi stuff. Doesn't mean you have to use Ethereum. Just putting it out there. Bitcoin has also pumped today, as I thought it would, because of the good news out of Ethereum. It's whatever. It's at 39500 now. Uh, but once the Ethereum starts getting burnt, once the Ethereum people continue to use Ethereum, uh, right now, I mean, Ethereum is at uh, 0.68% of a Bitcoin. It's getting back to 7%. Don't freak out when it gets to, you know, 10% or something like that of a Bitcoin. Doesn't really matter for you. If you're a Bitcoin holder, value your wealth in Bitcoin. For all you Ethereum people, I just valued your wealth in Bitcoin. I said, right now it's close to 7% of a Bitcoin. Soon it will be uh, 10% of a Bitcoin, perhaps. Perhaps. Um, all right, dudes. So, yeah, retweet this. Spread the word out there. Again, watch. Yeah, I did. I did do a free, a quote-unquote free show on Monday night with my brother about Bank of America and his uh, issues with Bank of America. And uh, I've been promising you for that for a while. It's a really easy show to do, so I don't have to charge for that show. I don't charge my brother. My brother basically did all the talking. It's a good show. Um, you know, different people like different things. I think it's it's something that will appeal to a lot of people that just really hate banks. I don't really hate banks, though. Um, you know, you can tell my brother's got a different take than me on, on the whole uh, – situation but we we had some overlap uh with me again it's uh more so of the lack of rule of law that is going on today in the united states and the government overreach and just the culture of well lack of rule of law all right dudes come on super chat now we only need 46 freaking bucks for me to do another show is that what it is yeah it's something like that i have it yeah and remember, if you need an update once this show is done, I put it at the top of the show, of, of the show notes. Once the show is done, how much money uh, we need to raise for me to do another show. So let's talk about Fluffy Pony here, the Monero dude. 
Um, and we'll start out with this uh, quote from Mandrick. He says, there's a very good reason, reason Satoshi chose to remain anonymous. Lawmakers will, for the most part, never be on the side of Bitcoin. <laughs> so that, that goes with, um, with all cryptocurrency. So if lawmakers out there don't like cryptocurrency, and there's an easy scapegoat that represents that cryptocurrency, and he did something bad 10 years ago, uh, they'll never forget, and they'll arrest him one day for it. Uh, now, so Fluffy Capone did something bad X with, with, with cookies once, apparently. I mean, I'm, I'm not – ex-Monero developer Fluffy Pony has been in jail for two weeks over the theft at Cookie Company. Ricardo Spagni, that's his real name, is accused of committing invoice fraud during his time at Cake Cookies. Um, all right, so this goes back to South Africa. Um, he he, he might have done something bad with Cake Cookies. He says it's – I'm going to give his excuse a little bit later on the show um, because I don't have it here right now. But my main point in bringing this up is the difference between Bitcoin and altcoins because Satoshi is anonymous and maybe dead. It, it's a big difference. Um, imagine if they went back – what they would do to Satoshi, look back in his history from whatever country he's from and found out what he did with cookies once and – arrest him in a different country and then extradite him back to the other country. This is not a Bitcoin worry. This is a worry in every, this is a central, this is an attack vector. It's a centralization aspect um, that Bitcoin does not have to deal with. Uh, I, I will say this about Fluffy Pony. I, I never enjoyed his attitude. Um, you know, he used to rip on Dash and call it a scam and basically, you know, I mean, when you call something a scam, you're calling them criminals. And, you know, he got uh, – what's the Indian uh, saying, the, the John, Levin, John Lennon saying? Uh, oh, God, what I can't think, think of it. Uh, it's, I, I can't think of the word they use, the Indian word in the John Lennon song. Uh, but it, it came back uh, to get – it came back to bit, bite him in his big uh, tuchless – there, uh, Ricardo, the, uh, everything he said, you know, that Dash was criminal. Now, uh, he said, now the government say he's criminal. Karma, instant karma is going to get you. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So he, it, the, the karma got him. He, 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 I, I, I don't know if he committed a, a crime with cookies once or not. Uh, but it, you see a big difference uh, between Monero and uh, or, and 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 Bitcoin with this uh, topic. So let's move to another big name that's been in the news, and I'll read a, a Fluffy's excuse a little later in the show because it's just it's written down a little bit later in in my show in, in the show notes here that I cobbled together very fast. All right, uh, or over time, but I just reviewed recently. Gensler. Okay, so Gary Gensler, SEC, you know him. You know he's from Baltimore originally, and that the Meister family, our vending business, did business with his family's business. I don't know the exact business we did with his father's business because everyone is dead that's involved that did business. So it's a mystery, and maybe Gary knows if I ever get in touch with him 
um, since he apparently counted coins as a kid, he might have saw my grandfather and stuff. But the but why I bring him up today is because everybody's putting him on a pedestal and wondering, um, you know, what's he going to do to Bitcoin or what's he going to do to cryptocurrency? Is a better. Uh, it, 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 I mean, he feels that the SEC needs to regulate uh, that it's its purview is over cryptocurrency, but Bitcoin is not a security. So I, I, I mean, there's a very good summary at decrypt.co, what we've learned about SEC uh, Chairman Gary Gensler's uh, stance on crypto. Um, if you care, you can, re- it's, a, it's a good summary. I would give the dude a C minus D plus of a grade when it comes to interfering in our ecosystem. That's, you know, Elizabeth Warren gets an F, obviously, Rashida Tlaib, an F, uh, but so he's about a C minus D plus kind of guy. And he seems to be interested in, well, he name checked stablecoins, DeFi and crypto lenders as possible targets. And that's not Bitcoin. And regulatory clar- clarity will benefit Bitcoin. Okay, that, that, that's, that's not a shock. Zach Vol points out that they said the same exact thing uh, before the bit licenses, you know, came out, regular clarity will benefit. Bit- yeah, sure. Sure. That benefited Bitcoin, I guess. I don't know. Uh, no, regular. You know, I, I appreciate these other uh, these third parties being around to be shields for Bitcoin and that people like uh, Elizabeth Warren can virtue signal when Gary Gensler does something lame to to DeFi or whatever he's going to end up doing. I mean, there's going to be something. I mean, he gets a D plus C minus because I know he's going to do something silly. Uh, I think I, I don't think the government should interfere in DeFi whatsoever at all. But or and worry about trading. You know, there should be a securities exchange uh, commission anyway. They, they should we, let, let people print their own money. But he's not going to do that. He's going to get into the DeFi crypto lenders. Uh, and another person, you know, that's been around for a year now. So yeah, good luck to you, Gary. Straight out of Baltimore, straight out of Pikesville, right, boy? Right, right? Anyways, <laughs> found that life button. And I, I only hope to, to meet you one day, not to discuss Bitcoin, to, to dis- discuss if you remember seeing my grandfather around and what the exact relationship was between uh, your father and my grandfather. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know if it was positive. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm leaning toward it wasn't positive that they were competitors. Uh, they were competitors. They had uh, competing uh, vending businesses in Baltimore, but I don't know. Things might have got a little messy once or something. Uh, from what I recall, uh, the way my father would would bring up the, the last name Gensler, uh, oh, Gensler, Gensler. Ah, oh, the memories. A blessed memory. My father, my grandfather, my uncle, my grandmother, all who. Uh, who dealt with the Genslers at, at some point. So, uh, all right. Sa- Michael Saylor has been around for a year now. A year of Saylor. What a freaking year it's been. We didn't know his name yet, uh, but he was buying Bitcoin with MicroStrategy. And someone someone said that he believes in uh, property tax on Bitcoin. I, I don't know, dude. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I didn't, I looked that up. I couldn't find anything about that. Someone sent me a link. I'm not spreading rumors, but it's, if he did, it's, I mean, it wouldn't be a surprise because he's the one who said regulatory clarity will benefit Bitcoin. He's the one who wouldn't mind 
the more KYC in Bitcoin, okay? He, that's his thing. He's got a little bit, he's not the king of Bitcoin. He is not as pure as you might be in your, what you think your beliefs are in Bitcoin. He leans toward a little bit more of a corporate Bitcoin take. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not believing that, that he believes in property taxes on Bitcoin. So someone said, well, you know, someone asked me that question in the comments. I read the comments, but I, and of course I don't, uh, I don't agree with making Bitcoin more KYC. I don't care about KYC and Bitcoin fork off, make your own KYC. Bitcoin is going to happen. Uh, but no, seller isn't perfect, but am I happy as anything that seller has been around for a year? Yes, I am. And I told you back in the summer of last year, wow, a year has gone by fast, that it would be, it was the biggest news of 2020 when uh, MicroStrategy uh, was the first public company to buy a first treasury. I was correct. So Robinhood is pumping today. The stock is, is pumping today. Don't, I mean, it's gambling, obviously. That doesn't hurt Bitcoin. That helps Bitcoin probably, probably helps the price today um, since, you know, uh, a big part of Robinhood is uh, a bunch of people gambling about uh, gambling with cryptocurrency. Well, they don't they don't control their private key and gambling uh, with cryptocurrency on there. That's a big way Robinhood makes his money. So if the stock market thinks Robinhood's worth a lot, then they obviously think there are a lot of uh, foolish people out there that love to uh, think they own Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies on Robinhood. All right. So uh, good luck. I have no problem with Robinhood doing well. I don't mess. Obviously, <laughs> don't. If you think you bought Bitcoin through Robinhood, you haven't. Don't. Don't, <laughs> don't even try it. Control your own private key. All right. Uh, there are people asking questions, but they're not doing, they're not sending money. So I can't answer it. Or, and they're not typing in Bitcoin Meister. They clearly cannot, um, they clearly c- cannot follow directions correctly. So please follow directions. Adam is great. You should stick around and learn something important. Yeah, I am great. And you, I mean, most people don't want to learn it. That, that's why they end up poor and I end up a freaking millionaire. Pound that like button. And uh, UK Bitcoin Meister said, I followed uh, Bitcoin Meister. He can follow the rules. He typed in Bitcoin Meister for over four years and you won't find a, a better top. Yep. No, you won't find a better person than me on uh, that talks about Bitcoin, that that really understands the basics, that it's a newfangled savings account. You don't have to complicate things and everything like that. It's It's so simple. Buy and hold, and then let 210,000 blocks go by, and you'll be real happy. That's what the first part of the show was about. Uh, yeah, so Bronco Nuts says Gensler has been manipulating the silver market for years. He's a criminal. You're a fool. No, you're a conspiracy theorist. One man, I, there's no manipula- manipulation. No. The government manipulates gold. They're so worried about it. No, it's it's a joke. They, they have better things to worry about. And Gensler is Gensler, – Gensler's a liberal, etc. I mean – a Democrat, whatever. You might not like him because of his political persuasion. But the whole manipulation is such like a, it's just an excuse for failure of people, why they didn't do well in certain markets and everything like that. It's, I, I'm tired of hearing it. It's, I'm tired of, I'm tired of conspiracy theories and stuff. Um, if you don't want, if you don't want manipulation, then buy Bitcoin. That, that you know is not manipulated. Yeah, there's, there's all sorts of people come up with, I mean, sure, they're, they're, they're different people that buy and dump silver, gold at different times. And play around with the price, but they can only do it for so long. You know, with the Hunt brothers back. In, who, okay, so if you that centralization aspect of, of of silver and all that, and we're going to talk about that in a second. That's why I would rather have 
mostly any cryptocurrency than those darn things, okay? Because they are old school and they can be paperized and financialized. And that causes odd things to happen in the markets, okay? With the paper silver and the paper gold. Get the real, it's difficult to own the underlying assets in those asset classes. And so Tone Vase has a poll that, that came out. Um, what would you rather own? Uh, Ethereum slash altcoins. And then, and then it gives gold, stocks, money, uh, fiat, all, all these other things. And I've been saying this since freaking, uh, I think I made my first video about this in 2018 or 2019. The title was controversial. I would rather own Ethereum than gold. And my lord, since I first made that video, Ethereum has kicked the tuchless of gold and silver. But guys like this complain about Gary Gensler. They're still obsessed with Gary. It's Gary Gensler's fault. Or someone's, no, it's your fault for not even getting Ethereum. You're, you're stuck on silver and gold. You're not even in the second best thing to Bitcoin. You're stuck. In, and so you blame. And and uh, and and I, I of all people, can, should scapegoat uh, Gary Gensler because his family did uh, bad business with my family, apparently, or something like that. But no, I don't, I have no hard feelings at all. I have no, because I don't exactly know what happened either. I'm not, I, I mean, I personally, my family personally knew his family. I can make up all the, uh, I can be bitter as anything about, you know, about uh, Gary Gensler and this, that, and the other. But no, 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 no. I say, let, let him continue. He works for the government. He can do what he wants to do. I'm not, I'm not going to make up stories about the guy. And because of, of, of the past, or whatever, you may have problems about silver in the past. You make up, you bring a scapegoat. This whole world is about scapegoating, blaming all this stuff. Now it is so pathetic when I read things like that. So you, you sent me on a rant, a rant there. All the people that are trying to blame the blame the banks, blame the this, blame to move on, move to be in motion. And we're going to talk about how this golden age gives so many people the opportunities to be in motion. But all they do is complain. All they do is complain about Gensler, silver, gold, this, that, and the other. But tone base. Um, it's poll again in the poll, 63% of the people said they'd rather have Ethereum than, uh, than all the other stuff out there. If you couldn't hold Bitcoin and it was like, I'm going to read you the specifics of the poll in a second. And again, we, I see people are chatting back and forth, but they can't follow directions. If they have a question, send the money, send me the money because I only do these shows for money now. I don't, I mean, my time is not worth, it's not free to, to, to talk with fools like this that come up with conspiracy theories and whatnot, all these or whatever's going on here. I know I don't have time for this, so that's why I get paid a hundred freaking dollars a show. And this, if this, you're only going to get this kind of stuff here. Most people, you know, in, in the space, they got to find some of the blame, some of the scapegoat. I am tired of the scapegoating. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing with scapegoaters for free. You got to pay the money here. So so far, nobody's paid the darn money. We we're still uh, for, in, for the next show. Okay, so we won't have a next show. We'll never have another show ever again. And people don't like what I'm talking about. That's fine. I'm still rich. And, you know, I, got, I have more free time. It's awesome. Thank you, Bitcoin, for making me rich. And thank you, me, for having a strong hand and just sticking with your system. And you just go back and archives. Buy and hold Bitcoin. Buy and hold Bitcoin year after year. That's all I, I practice what I preach. That's, all I, that's why I'm not bitter. And I don't care what Gary Gensler does or, do, or whoever, whoever does. I don't care what Biden does. Yeah, he's a sore, he's senile, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't ruin my life. My life's been great since he's been president. I mean, it's, it has. What can I say? <laughs> uh, Adam, appreciate all you do. 
uh, you're my timeless strong hand holder for many years now. Well, Graphene, thank you for the very nice comment. And there are dudes in uh, you, there are dudes in, in the uh, online on uh, what's it called on on my podcast who've been leaving. Check out the op- Apple Podcast. It's linked to below. Uh, Bitcoin Meister Apple Podcast. People have been leaving nice comments lately in the ratings. Very nice of you guys. Very, very nice of you guys. I'd really check that. Um, this is just, you know, I don't have time. But sportsmeister.com, you can see it. Uh, that's audio over there. And follow me on Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. I'm retweeting stuff that goes way beyond Bitcoin all day. We're going to get way beyond Bitcoin in, in a second. Okay, more to, uh, more to talk about now. Uh, so yeah, Crypto Cup and I didn't, I'm jumping around pretty bad today. So sorry about that. Play, pay this at 2x. But some of the stuff I was talking about before, we're going to tie up in a second. But crypto companies can't find enough people yet. And they allow remote work. I mean, it, it just shows people are not in motion. The opportunities are out there. This Michael Freed says, over the last few weeks, I have spoken to executives at 50 plus crypto companies A few themes were echoed repeatedly at the best companies. Remote work is here to stay. Nobody can find enough talent. The market is big enough for many winners. It's still so early. So so there you go, people. You know, we got people being, I mean, they complain about everything. And uh, (laughs) there are... These companies, all you have to do, send them your freaking resume. Tell them what job you'd like to do for them. They'll probably hire you. I've talked about this before. All right? And they, you don't have to live in San Francisco. If they're based in San Francisco, they don't care. Remote work is here to stay. It is a blessing to the cryptocurrency. In, and I've been a remote worker, you know, for many, many years now. I mean, I was in on this trend, not just for the last one and a half years when people were panicked and scared for no, no good reason. But that's what the internet provides. The basic, you shouldn't need to be living in the most expensive place in the United States. And so, yeah, crypto company, you can work for a crypto company in a different part of the world now. They'll, they'll pay you in Bitcoin. Ask to be paid in Bitcoin, dude. They'll do that too, man. These, they want talent. So are you, a, are you a talentless hack that just complains? Or do you are you talented in marketing, in technical stuff, in, in, in customer service, in all, all sorts of fields? In art, it, it all can be taught. They need everybody in the Bitcoin space, in the crypto space, whatever you want to call the darn space. Woo! Uh, what is this? We're going to talk about mask here. Oh, what, what I wanted to say that's out there. Hardly anyone is dying of the virus anymore. So I've got a question for you. And yet, I mean, there's some cities, like I think DC has zero deaths lately. And they do a mask mandate. Thank God I'm not in D.C. But you can work for a company in D.C. But not live in D.C. It, it, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get... Okay, but fine. You'd have a job somewhere, wherever you are. But m- the point I'm bringing up here is that um, if the media wasn't covering this virus, nobody would know about it at this point. And I, I, I'm, I'm serious about that, okay? It is nonsense fear. Speaking about nonsense, the number 41 crypto in the world, it's called BSV. I think some of you have heard about it. It's uh, going. It was going through a massive 51% attack the other day. After the attempted attack yesterday, some serious hashing power has been unleashed today. At 11.46 a.m., the attackers are succeeding. 
over a dozen blocks are being reorged up to three versions of the chain being mined simultaneously across pools. And yet, for some reason, we still have psychotic people that say this is the re- they live in a fantasy world where they put some guy on a pedestal who they will believe anything he says. They still believe that 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 it's that he's Satoshi and that uh, they, their their number forty one altcoin is the real Bitcoin. I mean, it's so it gets attacked. I mean, it's so weak. It's so terrible. That's why I'm bringing it up. Just a reminder. Uh, a unique beast. Individualism is the accomplishment. Collectivism is the default. Humans who truly value liberty and despise authoritarianism have always been in a minority. It's always been a lonely and dangerous road. But fear not. We're just the latest in a freedom-loving tribe that's often only celebrated post after death. But we do what we know is right. I think my, I think, um, my buddy in uh, Colorado said that, uh, Liberty Blitzkrieg. Uh, I didn't write down who said it. But it is we're, – we're just – we're living in a time, guys. Uh, more and more people are not uh, valuing liberty. They are valuing safety and uh, authoritarianism takes a hold in, in such a situation. And you're a minority if you are against this collectivism mindlessness at this point. So here I'm going back to the Ethereum over gold and others poll from Tone Bays. It is linked to below. And if you were first forced to hold $10,000 of a single asset for the next five years, which would it be? Ethereum, 62% said Ethereum. S&P said 17.7%. Gold said 17.3%. I guess that's for you uh, people that don't like, uh, that make up weird stories about Gensler. And US dollar, uh, 2.4%. So, and yeah, it's, it's, it, this is the way of the future. I prefer Ethereum over all that crap because I can just turn my Ethereum into Bitcoin just like that at any moment. And there's no doubt about it. Since I started talking about I'd rather own Ethereum over gold, it has crushed gold and crushed all those things. But not Bitcoin, baby. All right, now. And, oh, yeah, so here's what Fluffy Pony had to say, or Representative had to say this. Uh, thank you for, uh, thank you, everyone, for all your kind messages in this matter. A message from Fl- Fluffy Pony. Unfortunately, due to a misunderstanding with regards to the setting of court dates in an old matter, which I have continually been trying to resolve since 2011, so 10 years, I have been held in contempt of court and currently awaiting extradition. I am hoping to resolve this misunderstanding within a short while. In the meantime, my business affairs will continue under the leadership of my partners. So when you have a founder, they can always find a misunderstanding from 10 years ago and throw you in jail or threaten to do so. So that's what he's saying is going on. Um, It was misunderstanding. And okay, there's his side of the story. I'm not too worried about it. Um, and no, but if he's, if it's a complete BS nonsense, then we shouldn't be extraditing him to South Africa. It is, it is the, it's America dealing with this corrupt country that wants him because of cookies. I, I haven't seen the paperwork. I haven't seen the proof. I'm not talking about it anymore. Uh, yeah. So Ben Shapiro has brought up that the masses will fear whatever the bureaucracy tells them to fear and we'll do anything that they say to you know, alleviate that fear. So what happens if climate change is uh, in, in, 20, in 2024, if that's the big thing? You know, stay, stay home for 
two months to, to heal the planet, there will be many people that just that buy into that nonsense. Be ready. Uh, and okay, we'll talk about moving around. That, that okay, that's for another story. Brian Lockhart. Okay, now we'll talk about the breakup of the you know, next show. To it's for you guys to maybe this will encourage some of you guys to to pay some money. We're, we'll talk about uh, how the United States, if there won't be states seceding, but forming coalitions and people will move to these states that don't want to deal with authoritarianism. These states that will not uh, do what the federal government says in terms of government overreach, overreach, whether it be with the virus, whether it be with uh, taxing Bitcoin, whether it be with, uh, and that's the beauty of the 50 states. That something like this, it could come to this, or whether it be with uh, climate, whatever, all these lame things they're worried about now. And reminder from Brandon Quitnam, Quitnam, uh, there are, and yeah, sometimes you have to move with your feet. And having a house is a freaking attack vector. It's thank God for Airbnb. If, you know, I'm not based in Maryland. I can go where, thank God I'm not based in Maryland because it doesn't look like things are going to get better there. Thank God I'm not based in New York City like 8 million people are that are that are going to have to deal with uh, these, these vaccine passports. It's, it's unbelievable, isn't it? That it's come in America's largest and once greatest city, it's come to that. But in, they're not doing, they're not going to do this in Texas and Florida and South Dakota. So you got to be able to pivot and leave and sell your house. I don't have to worry about selling my house. I don't have that attack vector. Bitcoin is my real estate. Pound that like button. So with a reminder from Brandon Quinton, Quinton uh, to, to all public officials that love to put themselves on pedestals, there are 30 million Americans, about 30 mil- million Americans who own Bitcoin today, maybe. This cohort is growing exponentially. I don't know exponentially, but I, I say it is growing both in size and wealth. Exponentially in wealth, though. Uh, many are single-issue voters. Expect us to campaign for or against you. There you go. If you believe in Bitcoin and if you want to put, pay the, play the freaking political game, then just su- support the people that uh, – or say you're going to support the people that are for Bitcoin. It'll make a difference because there's a lot of nonsense going on in the political world toward Bitcoin today. So stay positive and just say, yeah, okay, you look cool. I support you. Uh and we'll, we'll talk more about that in a future show because I do have more to say about that. For the children, for they love to use that for the children excuse, Elizabeth Warren, whether it be for Bitcoin, protecting them from horrible people, supposedly, or as Ben Shapiro points out, Randy Van Garden or whatever uh, at, at the teachers union, they, they, they don't understand, well, they do probably understand the difference between cases and death. But since there's a bunch of cases, we got to protect the children. And so be scared of the case number, even though hardly anyone's dying from this thing anymore. And the people who die aren't children at all. And that there are some studies that have said that not one healthy child in the United States had died from this. That every child who has died from this has had some other unfortunate. And it is really unfortunate when a kid does have another condition. But... They could die from a lot of things if they have, unfortunately, it is tragic when a child is born with a very sad other condition, okay? But 
their whole life is based around avoiding all sorts of diseases. So these people that are, they want an unending pandemic and they get an unending pandemic when you blindly do not use your brain and get scared by case numbers. What is it? What is it a case of at this point? When a 30 year old gets it, what is it? They got the sniffles. So what? So what? Just putting it. So you got to have that attitude, people, or it's it is a never ending pandemic. And in some cities like New York, it just might end up that way. It might never end or just might transition into climate change or something like that. That's just ridiculous that they can transition the fear into power to increase their power somewhere else. And when I say they, I mean these political leaders. So be ready. And, and you should openly talk about leaving your state, moving away from your state. But this might calm some of the ones that are on the, the some of the leaders that are on the border between like, ah, should I be authoritarian? Uh, more, uh, should I make, should I scare people or shouldn't I? Uh, type of thing. This could change their mind a little bit. Uh, have you touched on Michael Seller saying Bitcoin property tax is a good idea? So yeah, it was you. Who I have seen no proof that he said that, dude. I talked about it at the beginning of the show. It wouldn't shock me at all if he said that because he, he that's not, he, his, his Bitcoin, th- I mean, he's more against the, you know, you know, oh, he's more into holding an asset that'll protect you against inflation. So, and probably he, he's owned uh, real estate in the past and he's had no prop- problem with real estate taxes from what I gather. So I, I, I it wouldn't shock me if he translate, you know, he transferred that acceptance of government to, to Bitcoin. But I, I've seen no proof, dude, that he said anything like this. So I am not going to, um, I, 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 I told you, send the link, please send me a link and I'll talk about it even more about it. Uh, and Johnny Mighty said, darn, didn't get the notification. Of course, I mean, Bitcoin doesn't send out. I mean, not Bitcoin. Uh, YouTube doesn't send out notifications. They just they just don't. I mean, you you can't depend on notifications from them. That's just the game we play. That's just the game we play. Okay, I'll tweet you the video. Okay, t- please tweet me the video. But so it doesn't, he is, just watch the start of this video. I explain my take on Michael Saylor in terms of of subject matters like this. So keep on supporting the show, dudes. Uh, send the super chat. We are still $45 away from the new show. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. People are just again, are saying uh, how how nor- how it's been normalized, the, the panic o- over the virus. Yeah, it, it has been. It, it's been people just don't think. People don't think about anything anymore. Um, but there, there are 20 percenters who, who have had – great lives this last one and a half years. I'm one of them uh, who also understand that, you know, you fitting in is overrated. Fitting into the money paradigm is overrated and, and financial paradigm is overrated and, and fitting into the, uh, you know, what's popular, the popular culture paradigm is definitely uh, overrated. Be a unique beast, coin beast. Check them out. Oh man. All right, it's two two oh nine here. I wanted to be done the show by two, but of course I'm not. Uh, Joe, I, I, Joe Rogan. I saw an eight minute clip of the video he did with Yanomi Park. Um, I didn't link to it yet. I will link to it when I. Uh, 
you guys got to check it out. It is one of the most disturbing uh, clips I've ever heard. Um, it's uh, Yudomi Park details the horrific effects of North Korean starvation. Uh, it, it's only eight minutes. I wanted to vomit during parts of it. I mean, really, I wanted to vomit. How disgusting, how horrifying what happens when authoritarianism goes to and communism and, and everything ends up it just people have no feelings anymore. People are not human anymore, in, in a sense. It's freaking scary as anything. All right. So I'll link to it. You only it, it goes by real fast. You can play the two X. It only take up four minutes of your time. Maybe it'll get you stronger on your resistance to uh, a much lesser form of authoritarianism that many states are taking in the United States now. I mean, it is, it is a, I, you really, I started gagging at the things she was saying. Okay. Literally. I mean, it's, it's disgusting. Uh, and some of you are just such uh, C-U-C-Ks. You just want to see a hot woman and she is a pretty, she's pretty woman. Um, so you'll just get off by looking at her. It's pathetic. That's why you'll watch it, but maybe you'll learn something. Uh, through that. Now, um, what, you know, time, talk about time. Michael Saylor has been around for a year. The whole steam it thing started five years ago. I've been posting there. I've been getting free steam it for five, free steam for five years now. And of course I've never bought it. And during that five year period, there have been so many quote unquote influencers that have said to buy steam. Who have come, some aren't even or some don't even exist anymore. Some have come and gone, and I just want to say, never buy what you get for free, baby. And uh, because I've been posting there for uh, five years, it's just amazing. Uh, it, it it's it's hardly improved at all. There have been some sketchy people behind it, but because of it, I have gotten free Bitcoin. <laughs> so hey, compete, don't complain. I believe in a social media the cryptocurrency combo. Eventually, it has yet to be perfected. It's very, very far from being anywhere close to being decent. But keep on creating people. And uh, yeah, if I just make shows on YouTube and post it somewhere and get free altcoin because of it, that could be like easily turned to Bitcoin. Great. That's awesome. BTC Chris in the house. Do you miss traveling? In oh, this is a great question. He sent $10. Thank you, dude. So now we're just $35 from a new show. This is a good. Do you miss traveling internationally? Are you having enough fun in the U.S.? Here's $10 in remembrance of the airport almonds from long ago. Well, that happened in the St. Louis airport with Frontier Airlines. Frontier Airlines was just... Um, there was a news story. They taped someone down who was being unruly on the plane. Frontier Airlines can be pretty ghetto. And uh, they, they delayed my uh, flight like five or six uh, hours. So they gave me a $15 voucher. Uh, and instead of eating or $10, whatever it was, uh, instead of eating food and being impulsive at the airport and getting pizza, I got almonds at the airport. The healthiest almonds you could get. get. And I ate them the next day as part of my meal. Pound that like button. So BTC, but do I do, I do miss traveling internationally. I miss it. I, I know that the United States, what I've learned is that the United States is the best country out there. And you could have spent $10 on liquor, anything. People were 
blowing that ten dollars at the at the St. Louis airport, which is now one of the most ghetto airports in America. How empty it is now! Oh my god, because TWA slash American slash whatever it became abandoned that airport a while ago. Um, and the southwest side of the T- of the uh, St. Louis airport is fine. The main port part. And something else I remember from that day, Chris, sorry that I'm not staying on. I'm going to get back to your topic. Maybe it wasn't that day, but another time I flew through St. Louis and I had my Bitcoin shirt on one of the TSA guys. And this was during when Bitcoin, it was, it was during a down season during uh, the, the bear market. He, the guy thought he was pretty smart and I give him credit for getting into Bitcoin at least, but he was a trader. He's like, yeah, man, this, this shorting thing is good. The shorty thing, I'm like, I'm like, dude, just buy and hold. So I mean, there was a point when TSA workers were t- trying to teach me about shorting Bitcoin. That didn't end up well. I, I mean, I really hope the dude became a, a more of a holder. It, it does go back to the point that there are many people who care about Bitcoin and maybe some of these uh, politicians think twice. But I miss it. I miss international national travel. Um, I have loved traveling to free states and free cities. Um, man, I got to write something down before I forget. Uh, oh, great. Because I just thought of something about San Diego. <laughs> um, I don't, I'm having more fun in Nashville than San Diego, by the way. Uh, because, and it just might be that, because there is more freedom in Nashville. Although, you know, San Diego is better weather. You'd be surprised, guys. There's hotter women in Nashville. I mean, it's just the San Diego, just the spirit on the streets is fear of the bum. Like they let these psychotic homeless people all over the place. So each yuppie condo has to have armed guards there. Like you see them walking around. It's like almost like South Africa or Brazil or something like that. Here in Nashville, you there's many more yuppie places. They don't have guards walking around. You can walk on their property. I mean, I cut through their property. San Diego, you can't, you can't do anything. You can't cut through anyone's property. You've got fences around the place. But so I enjoy seeing the difference between states in America. I've enjoyed, you know, learning, quote unquote, the hard way that America is the best country to be in. But I can't get into all. I really admired Australia and New Zealand before. And now my... You know, I don't think as much of them. It's sad. It's disgraceful what, what they've done. Uh, but I really, and Israel too, it's disgraceful that the new leader over there speaks like an authoritarian. Of all people that should be speaking like an authoritarian, shouldn't be the leader of Israel, shouldn't be the leader of Germany either. I think we know what we're talking about here now, right? So um We'll, I'll be able to travel internationally again. I'm not giving in to their rules, though. I'm not having stuff stuff stuffed up my nose. I'm not getting stuff stuck in me. I'm not doing it. I have had plenty of fun here in America this last one and a half years, and I see um, that certain you know you can vilify a lot of these liberal cities, uh, but some. If you don't own property in them, if you're only a guest in them, they can be pretty fun. They can be not like New York or anything like that, okay? Not the ones with the strictest of lockdowns, but um, Nashville's relatively liberal. I mean, Asheville was great. Asheville is very liberal, liberal, and Asheville was really good. Um, And so I wouldn't want to own property there. 
uh, because their city council was the, one of the ones that said like, yes, we're going to have reparations. We're going to find a way to pick Asheville, North Carolina, trying to figure out a way to, to uh, find, you know, get reparations for people. So no, you, that's the place you wouldn't want to own real estate because where are they going to get those reparations from? They can't print money in Asheville. So from the rich people. So you wouldn't want to be a rich white person in a city that's uh, got, that's looking for reparations for people. Okay, but but so again, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed traveling around the United States. I, I gave you a lot. I hope that was a a good answer for you there, man. Um, and I'm not giving in to, for this. There are people like Yaron Brook, who I respect a lot, who said he just got the vaccine just so he could travel. I think that's a really bad thing to say. A really bad thing to say. Um, and not, or not a good reason at all to, to, to get, to get something like that at all. All right. Now, but Iran, Iran is good on other issues. Now, uh, what, what else do we have here? Uh, all right, moving on, but thank you. And we got 35 more dollars to go. We're rolling along with the show and it is lasting longer than I wanted it to, but Hey, so, and I got to remember the Joe Rogan thing to link to it below. Uh, I was going to talk about the CDC being the fourth. Uh, was 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 in the title of this darn thing? Hang on a second. I got to make sure I got this. Uh, I cover everything in the title. Okay, we talked about. Oh yeah, we talked about basically everything that's in the title. I will hold off on the rule of law stuff for the next show. Um, and uh, I just heard something. Else. And. Here's something that I wanted to share. We haven't evolved quickly enough to keep up with the suddenly large amount of leisure time we now have, combined with a general lack of fear for survival, meaning we invent issues to preoccupy uh, ourselves instead of work instead of working constantly to survive. So what this person is saying is, we don't we are living in such a comfortable world now. People have to make up things to worry about. And you, you see that with the uh, people worrying about what gender they are. People, uh, I mean, they've got all this time on their hands. People worrying about colds. I mean, if you had to, and I'm glad we don't live in a world where you have to worry about where you're going to get every meal and you got to go hunting for deer and stuff like that, okay? Uh, but people, in terms of evolution, uh, we're, we're not used to this current state that we're in right now. So people are going crazy, basically, in this time of abundance, this golden age of freaking abundance. And something else I want to say about the virus, how did people in the prime of their lives, you know, that are between 26 and 28 years old, I don't see how they voluntarily forfeited one and a half years of their lives. Maybe the first month or so, but dude, when I was 27 years old, I, 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 if I didn't have that time in my life, I don't know what I would have become. It was so freaking awesome to be 27 years old. So, and I can't imagine living it during this time period where all these things were closed, where it was cool to restrict yourself like this. How do these people give, how do these people do this to themselves? And how do they continue to do? And if you're one of these people watching this, you will regret it. You will regret giving up the prime of your life. That is the prime of your life. And whatever you consider the prime of your life, whether it be, it means people define it a lot of different ways. You, you shouldn't have given a, a one second of it up. 
over the last one and a half years. But people did. People did. And I'm glad that, you know, I, I think I'm still in the prime of my freaking life, baby. All right. No, I'm not as strong as I was when I was 27. And I'm not as pretty as I was. But it's still the prime of my life. Every day should be the freaking prime of your life. And I'm so proud that I didn't give up one second to all you woke, panic, screaming Karen, you know, fudster. Uh, what, what's the other word? Uh, just, just to people who have to look on the dark side of life, the scapegoaters of the world. I'm so glad that this has been financially the freaking best freaking year of my life. Pound it. And everybody, someone who is in motion, who doesn't care about fitting in, is Avi Loeb, a, uh, a Harvard-educated professor, one of the best guys in uh, the, the world of uh, space today. He wants to solve some of the mysteries. The United States government tried to freak people out with this alien stuff, tried to distract people. It's such a joke. So he got private funding. He's going to look into all of this, into all these stories about, you know, what is, what have people been seeing in the sky? Is it Chinese technology? Is it people just on LSD? Is it aliens? Is it whatever? Is it just a bunch of people who are living in their basement who can't do anything productive with their freaking lives? So they make up stories because they want attention, whether it be conspiracy theories about Gary Gensler or aliens or whatever. He got private funding. He's not relying on the government and he's making it all open source. And this is, and it's not just about aliens on earth and all this, but he's looking for techno signatures out there very far away. He's got the funding now. He wasn't, he didn't rely on government. He went out there, told his story all over all of YouTube. He was in motion. And because of that, private funders came to him and maybe it was Bitcoin dudes. Maybe it was Bitcoin people. Okay, I was going to talk about. Uh, we got. I'll talk about the vaccine stuff another. New York Attorney General Letitia James announced Tuesday that her office's investigation into s harassment. I'm not going to use the word allegations against uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo have concluded that they have found that Cuomo has indeed harassed multiple women. Of course, I mean, first of all, she. She, I mean, it helps her political career. I've been saying that from the beginning. Um, and so now everybody's dropped Andrew Cuomo. It's kind of funny. So uh, I, I bet he resigns. And uh, But I, I will say this. Under different circumstances, he might have been able to get away with it. But she wants his freaking job. So, um, and, you, and do I admire her because of this now? No, I still think she's, the, she's horrifying, but she's attacked uh, Bitcoin before. So I'm not... Just because, you know, she got rid of this this completely, she's helping get rid of this sociopathic leader. There are plenty of them out there. All right. There are plenty of them out there. Um, but it is in the news. I wanted to bring that up real quick. Um, Dave Cullen has a great video about people that are trying, to, because Dave Cullen is against all the nonsense out there. He's uh, computing forever. You might know him. The, the red-haired Irish guy. He's on BitChute. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't have to fit on, on YouTube. He gave up his YouTube. He continues to be popular on BitChute for all you people who are algorithm slaves to YouTube and don't know he exists still. But apparently enough people know that he exists is it, people are attacking his house. And he said, bring it on, that they're cowards because they just vandalize his house. This is a great video. I will link to it below. 
just another a person who stands up for what he believes in. He's going to keep on speaking the truth about the passport, the vaccine passport, all this stuff that he can. he's been good. I don't agree with the guy on everything, but he's been good. So now the show is basically over. Send if you've got more questions, this is your time to send more uh, chats. In in uh, otherwise, we're forty three dollar or what? What is it? 40, 33, 30, sorry, $36 away from the next show, $36 away from the next show. So PayPal me at Adam at trezorhelp.com. If you need another show, uh, 36 bucks will get it done. I thank the last guy who sent the bunch anonymously. He didn't want me to, uh, to say it. So yeah, I'll see you guys pretty soon. Uh, and, but there was one other thing here. Yeah. I got a link to Dave Cullen and I got a link to, uh, uh, you, you the, the, uh, the, the North Korean defector lady. Who's just, it's just great story. All right, dudes, I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, pound that like button. And, uh, I will see you soon. Once we get the, uh, $36 or whatever it is that I keep forgetting the number of. All right. See you dudes. Thanks. Bye.